Do you want to learn five strategies to get your offer accepted in this crazy market? I'll break them all down next on Tom's Take. this one. So we know that we are operating in a very seller friendly market, the best sellers market I've seen in two decades of practicing real estate. And there's a lot of factors that got us here, low inventory, low rates, millennial buyers coming to the market, pent up demand. Instead of focusing on the factors, what we wanted to do today is we I, I sat down over the past few days and reverse engineered all the offers that our team won for our clients to get their offer accepted when there was excessive competition or some sort of competitive offer so that we can share those techniques with you so that you can be very tactical when you're pursuing a home in today's marketplace because that's the way it is. It's very competitive for buyers and we're bringing solutions to the table. So I've got five different things you can do and sometimes it might take all five to get the property. So these are five different ways you can compete and make your contract look better. The first and most obvious one is to compete on price. Give the seller a number that will knock their socks off, that will blow the competition out of the water. And there's a couple ways to get there. One is ask the listing agent the right questions to see what the competition looks like. You would be surprised at what some agents will give up in terms of information and there's only one way to find out and it's ask. Some agents won't give it up, some won't tell you, others may give you some clues or some hints or some intel. It's all gonna help you make a decision that's well informed and is going to allow you to get the home, which is the goal here. So make sure your agent is asking the listing agent the right questions. The second way you can compete on price is go big. Give them that knock your socks off offer that you know if it goes for more than that, that you're, you're totally fine with it. You're going to be at peace on the inside. You know that it was really your maximum number you could go to. And the third, and this is my, my least favorite, by the way, and the one that I find that typically doesn't work as well as others, is an escalation clause. Because the escalation clause is, hey, I'm willing to pay this much, but only if there's somebody else interested. And in this market, outsmarting people and try to outmaneuvering them as a buyer may not get you the house. So with the escalation clauses, there's a couple things you want to incorporate. One is escalate by an oddball number, not $1,000 more. When it's a $500,000 house, a thousand bucks isn't moving the needle too much. Think, I'm going to escalate by $5,500, by $11,000 more than any other offer to really get aggressive. And secondly, end at a number that's a little bit of an oddball number. So if the home's priced at $475, don't go up to five, maybe go to like $517 or something like that, so it's a number that's not gonna be an obvious number to go to to get the property. So that's how you can compete on price. There's a couple different strategies within that specific category there. So number two is going to be possession date. So when you're moving into the property, because we know right now that that's the biggest fear people have. They don't know where they're gonna go. They, they know they can sell their home, they can get a great price, take advantage of the market. They don't have the next home lined up. So there's a couple ways to do that. One is an extended settlement period where it's a 90 or maybe even 120 day close, gives the seller a lot of time to find out where they're gonna be moving to. The second is gonna be a lease back where they can lease the property back from you, the buyer, for maybe 30, 60, 90 days after you purchase the home because you don't wanna miss out on your rate lock and you wanna close on the property and 
hopefully the seller's not taking as much time as they think they may need to find something. And the third is put a contingency in there that would make the entire sale contingent upon the seller finding suitable housing with a right of first refusal for you as the buyer, meaning maybe you're giving them a 30 or a 60 day period, and if you find another home, you can blow out of that deal as well, so you're meeting the seller and also not getting locked in or restricted from pursuing another opportunity. So that's item number two that you can sort of tweak and adjust in the agreement is possession date. Um, number three is inspections, right? So the simple thing to do is that don't assume you have the ability to do a home inspection. If you've got a contractor in the family that's gonna come out and look at the property, bring them with you on the first showing because you may have to waive the inspections to get the home. Some people put in informational purposes only on the home inspection. What I find happens there is they usually negotiate anyway, so I'm not a big fan of that because it's not really an as-is or really a waived inspection. It's something people do, or they put in a threshold that they'll absorb the first five, $10,000 worth of repairs on the property before anything uh, comes up, so there's no negotiation after that. So there's a couple ways you can adjust that inspection clause. Waiving is obviously the one that's gonna be the most impactful, and some people just aren't gonna be comfortable with that. Number four, a heavy deposit. So typically, on listings, we're looking for 5% in deposit money. So if you're at a $300,000 home, you're looking for 15,000. Maybe you come in and give a 10% deposit, a 20% deposit, put a lot of good faith money up to show the seller, hey, I'm not walking away. I'm serious about this. And that can go a long way as well. That one may not move the needle as much as the first three, and it is something that could help make a decision. I've seen clients go in and say, hey, I'll put the, I'm a cash buyer, I'm, and I'm putting the entire purchase price into deposit. And that says basically, hey, they default on the contract, the seller is making a, a ton of money there. So that's a way you can really move the needle and, and get people excited with a heavy deposit. And the fifth thing, and this is probably the, the, the one that you're gonna have to you know, maybe think about a little bit more, is waive the mortgage contingency. So obviously if you're a cash buyer, you're waiving the contingency anyway. We know that. What I've seen people do in the past is they are super confident in their approval. They know they're gonna get approved. They've already had a full commitment done and they can waive the mortgage contingency because it also eliminates the need for an appraisal. So that's another way you can compete because if the home doesn't appraise, well, it doesn't really matter for the seller. They're still selling it at the price you agreed upon when you entered into the contract initially. So these are the five ways you can really adjust and really make your offer more competitive in this super competitive market. And like I said, sometimes it might take all five so you got specific questions, you wanna get really tactical on how to do this and how to outmaneuver the other buyers that are out there. We're here to have a consultation, we can certainly talk to you about that. Take this information, use it, and good luck. It's a tough market. Catch everyone soon. You're definitely gonna to wanna to watch this one.